Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is 26-2020. I am recording for my brand new bunker, and this is Queer All Year. Hey, what's up? Coming to you live from the Queer All Year bunker. I'm joined, as always, by my sound producer and co-host and bro, Mick G. It truly is a bunker. She looks like uh, she could withstand a couple, I don't know, Scud missiles or whatever they have today. Some, uh, well, I could certainly withstand some some queer stuff because I got a lot of rainbow lights going on. and Yeah, <laughs> it's quite something. You'll I have heard, to see pictures at some point. I heard that a lot of podcasters are doing stuff from their closets because it's more muffled, whereas I'd been working from the bedroom before, which was, you know, a lot wider, and I was putting blankets everywhere. But now I realize, like, I have, like, shelves in, like, like a cart in my closet. It's like a bar cart, you know? <laughs> um, but I use it for, like, shelves for jewelry and stuff. And I was like, I can just turn this sideways and point it at me. And then I can put Christmas lights and this super bright LED rainbow strip thing I have. And, uh... All my equipment and the unicorn's contact information. I'm going to put a shelf in here so I can... uh, It is quite something. You might be hearing some sort of rustling, and that is my top hat rustling against my house (laughs) dress. So, like I said, I'm in a closet. How are you, McGee? I'm good. Can't complain. Um, Still jobless, but... Hey, that's, have uh, you gotten the 600 expected. yet? No. Have you? No. No, I need to file a claim. Oh. I have to well, file a claim first before you're, <laughs> you have to file a claim before you're eligible. Yeah. And, uh, so I need to get on that. <laughs> um, do you want to get right into a story? Yeah. I mean, technically I mean... it's not a story. This is like an announcement right now that I forgot to make yesterday. Oh, okay. Because I thought yesterday was the 24th. And it's <laughs> not. So uh, today is Lesbian Visibility Day, and I also Hooray. apparently forgot to mention that this is Lesbian Visibility Week. Uh, it was, it is, it shall be, was, <laughs> is, and forever shall be. So today, yeah, Lesbian Visibility Day. It is a day that we annually celebrate, recognize, and validate our lesbian family. And it is also a day that we tell TERFs to go screw the hell off. If you are a TERF and you're listening, then get the hell off my podcast. TERF? Um, ter- uh, trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Oh. So basically okay. like super feminists who refuse to accept um, trans women as part of women and the feminist movement. Okay. I know there was and a they, neat yeah. little term for that. Oh, yeah. You are. I just, I envy you so much. <laughs> so often you'll say these things and I'm like, oh, I remember when I was like that. Well, <laughs> I remember yeah. when I didn't have like all of these activist friends and just generally just female friends who got woke all of a sudden, huh. you know. Yeah. So um, you want to talk about a um, a famous lesbian? Yeah. Kind Let's of, do she it. may, she's definitely, she is a female attracted to females. I'm not entirely sure if maybe she was trans before trans really existed. Uh, she was definitely butch and she was like the coolest person 
ever um, until she might not have been. But <laughs> so <laughs> her name is was Violette Morris. She was a French athlete. She won two gold and one silver medals at the Women's World Games in uh, 1921, 1922. Um, but then uh, she was banned from the Olympics and all other competitions for, quote, moral standards. Uh, yeah. So she had a really interesting life, like pre-competition um, and pre-this story. Um, her dad was a baron. Her mom was like Palestinian aristocracy. And her name was Elizabeth Marie Antoinette Sakakini. I, I cannot pronounce it. You know, I can't do a Palestinian accent, unfortunately. But I feel like the fact that her middle name was Marie Antoinette like, is a very telling uh you know, piece of info about, you know, how aristocracy they were, kind of. Yeah. She, um, they, she was educated in a convent, which, um, I think today we we're like, oh, oh no, like they sent her to a convent or whatever. But actually, at the time, that was a sign of, again, how, uh, affluent they were. Like to be sent to a convent to learn was super, um, like prestigious and stuff um she got married actually to a man in 1914 um and do you happen to have the document pulled up at all mcgee me because i wanted to i wanted to drop some french on you mr french speaker oh no you specifically said don't open it i said don't look at it okay (laughs) should i have pulled it up then (laughs) Uh, we'll move on but pull it up pull it up and we'll move on and then i'll have you pronounce her husband's name they got divorced in 1923 because obviously he was um is it okay to say beard still i'll have to look it up i mean i know it's like like offensive (laughs) kind of but it's also uh, it's there if i say it in an amusing way like i don't know i say it kind of in a mocking way because it's like a beard whatever um she was uh she served as a nurse in World War One at the Battle of the Somme, which like damn. Like seriously, that that woman, that female, geez, whoa. Crazy. Are you sure um, Are you sure her husband was says he was from Cyprus? That's not Oh, French. is that what that means? Is that what say Cyprian? That's what Cyprian? I thought. Um, I guess. Edward I thought it was either a Joseph name or a title. Giraud. I mean, that last name looks French. <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't the Edward? Yeah. I, I don't actually speak French. I took three I know, semesters you just know how to of pro- it. Um, you kind of know how to pronounce things generally, though. Like, I, I would be able to pronounce German things even if I didn't know what they meant. I don't know yeah. how dim people talk in, in Cyprian land. <laughs> I, see... I typed it the way it was way I found it several times on the internet. I'm looking at autocorrect now, and and that is not how say like people from Cyprus are spelled. Oh, so I don't know. You want me to spell it for people? Yeah, I mean just for people's <laughs> just in case anyone's inter- yeah, interested. Interested? It. It's C Y P R. I took my glasses off, and I okay C Y P R I E N. Then Edward is E D O U A R D, and then it's just Joseph, and the last name is G O U R A U D. So have fun with that. Um, yeah. 
So she was the Good first job. French woman to be to actually like be in, be a legitimate competitor in shot put and discus, which is bonkers and awesome. She played on women's football teams and I not American football teams. Uh, I guess we'd call it soccer, but I don't do that because I'm pretentious. She was okay. Here's a list of things. She was on the French national water polo team and there was no women's team. So she was on the team with the males and all that. She boxed and defeated men <laughs> and she was na- she was the French national champion in boxing in 1923. She was a road bicycle, motorcycle, car and airplane racer and she did airplane stunts. She did horseback riding, tennis, archery, diving, swimming, weightlifting and Greco-Roman wrestling, which is like what even is that? Like, I know what that is, but, like, what? And so her slogan was, you want to try this one out, McGee? Secun on fait. Oh, voilet pour le faire. Secun on fait, voilet pour le faire. So if anyone who speaks French is, like, thinking we're butchering that, I apologize. It means anything a man can do, Violette can do. Which is, you know, true. She, uh, she can do it better. She beat all of them. So she was, she, I would, like I said, she was um, awesome. Andrew Jackson does need to point out that these were Frenchmen she beat. Obviously not historically as uh, there was a, good as there normal was, um, men, obviously. <laughs> she was in a couple international competitions. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know about French boxers. Maybe I, I just wanted go, to like, talk trash on France because they gave up in World War II. And this is kind of around that period. Well, but I mean, like Andre World the Giant, was wasn't okay. he French? Was he an actual was he competitor? French? Oh, he was totally French, but oh. was he an actual competitor or was he like The Rock? Well, The Rock? Oh, yeah, he wasn't a legit guy. I don't, I don't know. I have. The, the he was Rock giant. is a he legit surely, guy, but he's not a legit boxer. He could surely hurt people. Dude, I love The Rock. I mean, Everyone Andre. Everyone has to love The Rock. Um, yeah, The Rock's great. The only reason I know about Andre the Giant is because of The Princess Bride. Yeah. And he's amazing. He's the best. Does anybody want a peanut? So, um, so like I said, she was awesome. She dressed in men's clothing. She was openly lesbian. She smoked cigars and she cursed like a sailor. That's awesome. In the 20s. She is my best friend right now until possibly later. Um, so after some complaints, because people are whiny little, she wasn't allowed to participate in the 1928 Olympics because actually wearing men's clothing was the main issue that was um, given. Um, there, you know, it was also morality standards, but the legal thing was that she was wearing men's clothing because they literally had a law against women wearing pants. And I know that we had that here, but, like, it just blows my mind that someone couldn't be in the Olympics because they wore pants. Like, um, so what would she have had to have, like, worn a skirt? Yeah, you were supposed to wear dresses like that, like covered your knees at the at least oh. your knees at that point. That would be and pretty something if she if she beat them wearing a dress. <laughs> I I bet she could. I bet she could knock a guy out wearing a dress. Like, dang. Um, yeah. So she got a mastectomy around that time, uh, supposedly to help her better fit in racing cars. But then her racing license was revoked in 1928 because like the man got to keep. The, the woman and the lesbian down, you know. Um, 
a lot of people also believe that the mastectomy was to help her match her inner view of herself as well. You know, um, I'm not, like I said, I don't put labels on people who are dead and, you know, labels that maybe didn't exist at the time. But, um, you know, I don't know if maybe she was if she considered herself to be a different gender or if she was just, you know, like didn't conform to stuff or whatever, you know, like I feel like. I don't know. And also, like, my boobs aren't, uh, like, part of my identity, you know? So, yeah. You don't have to have boobs to be part of your identity. If they are part of your identity, then that's awesome. You know? They obviously weren't part of hers. She unsuccessfully sued um, to get, you know, all of her, you know, rights back and everything. Um, And so as she was leaving the courthouse um, after losing, she had the, and I don't have this in French, thank goodness, but she was um, quoted as saying, and this was censored, of course, we live in a country made rotten by money and scandals, ruled by speechifiers, schemers, and cowards. This country of little people is not worthy of its elders, not worthy of survival. Someday its decay will bring it to the level of a slave. But if I'm still here, I won't be one of the slaves. Believe me, it's not in my temperament. And so it's unsurprising that it became easy to paint her as the hyena of the Gestapo. Now, you may be saying, Gestapo's German. She's French. Why, yes. So this is insane because the Nazi regime was clearly so hypocritical that they would kill homosexuals at the drop of a hat, but they would allow Violette to allegedly become a spy for them because she was, like, so hardcore, uh, like, the French suck and I'm getting a raw deal. And it's like, and so, like, if this is true, and there are a lot of sources that say it's, it's not, and most sources out there will say it is, but her biographer, people who seem to not just want to write articles for Medium, uh, but, like, write, you know, actually researched articles, seem to think that, there's, that, that, that she was painted in a bad light you know like she was made to look like a traitor uh but i don't think the accusations came from nowhere and she was on the english radar too uh the british radar so clearly something i mean um, who is she um being a traitor to really like the french treated her like i mean they didn't treat her like Like a human really nazis so i'm well i'm saying even if she did join the nazis like why would the allies expect her to stay loyal after No, I'm this? saying like I'm saying like even if your country teaches treats you like crap, you should have the conviction to you're not fighting for your country, you're fighting for the rights of humanity at that point or you're you're at least not not fighting for huh. you know, you're being quiet, I guess, but she was so famous that whatever. She was she was absolutely personally invited to watch the 1936 Olympic Games with Hitler. And they clearly wanted to just have her... Like, you know, everything they did was like a power thing. They wanted to have the most, um, you know, the best people ever seen with them, like the most powerful, like the most, you know, whatever. So clearly she was like being a pawn in that. And she did attend with Hitler. And they say that during that time there is when she was recruited into the Gestapo and returned to France as a spy. And there's, like I said, if you go out there and you look at things like 
everything could go either way. Everything that's said about her. It's like you could read it, you read it, and depending on the opinion you already hold, it could be one thing or another or the other, you know? Um, there, I mean, it couldn't have come from nowhere, I think. I mean, it could have, but, like, that is so so far you know if they wanted to discredit her or keep her down or something like it did not have to be that she joined the nazis you know but at the same time i mean if she knew what was going on in the nazi regime and i can't say she did or didn't but most people did if she knew that homosexuals were were being taken to camps and killed and she still worked for them because she hated france that much like that's not someone i want to hang out with that that person is garbage you know, like that person should be thrown away. And then in 1944, on this date, she was thrown away. Um, the She was on England's radar and they believed she had chased down and killed a group of English drivers. Uh, by drivers, I mean like, you know, race car drivers or whatever. It was like a group of them. And one person survived and um, managed to come back and say it was the the hyena of the Gestapo or whatever. And I love that term. Like, mm-hmm. Gestapo, not good, but hyena of anything is awesome. You know? Yeah. I mean, there was the, uh, I'm going to say a curse word, but there was the bitch of Buchenwald, which is also another terrible thing to be called, but kind of like also like, I want to be the bad bitch of something, you know? <laughs> but not a not a death camp. Um, so mm. because of this, England talked to the French resistance And um, so then in 1944, while driving in the country with some friends, three adults and two small children, the French resistance disabled her car and took her out Bonnie and Clyde style. By which I mean, if you don't know the story of Bonnie and Clyde, the, the, the posse that they had, there were no laws or no rules at the time. So they, um, they didn't disable Bonnie and Clyde's car. They used to, they used to bait, you know, they, someone that they knew was pretending to have a flat tire and they knew that that Bonnie and Clyde would pull over and try to help them because they were people and they had a friend so they weren't you know they would stop and help and as they pulled over to stop just from both sides just machine guns the whole car didn't wait for them to get out didn't wait to see if they were armed didn't tell them anything so this is what happened in this situation just blew the car to its smithereens with with machine guns and all sorts of stuff killed everyone all like the other three adults who had nothing to do with it the two children just blew them all away and so no one survived she no one uh recovered her body of course because that's how the world is and she was painted as a nazi you know so she is now buried in an unmarked mass grave um and I couldn't find if anyone knows where that unmarked mass grave is, but it's where they sent, like, the poppers and the people who, you know, came out of the river and couldn't be identified, whatever, that kind of thing. Just, like, you know, the way Mozart was buried. Um, and there's, like, I mean, like I said, there's very little evidence that she, true, like, just how hardcore she went. I'm not sure there's evidence. I mean, other than that one eyewitness, there's no evidence that she actually tracked down those drivers and killed them. Um, so it's, I mean, like, there's there's scholarly and internet arguments both ways. You know, there's um, P- 
people who are saying like she was completely framed because she was not conforming to the times. And then there are people saying, no, she was like this hardcore, you know, Nazi spy who would also kill people and she had to be taken out. That kind of thing. So I don't know. I uh, I always think the truth is somewhere in the middle. That's kind of, you know, how it goes. Yeah, maybe. But so that is that is Violet. a crazy story. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I love her name, Violet, Violet Morris. Yeah, yeah. So I talked about her today because she died on this day. Uh-oh. She was uh, assassinated, Bonnie and Clyde style. Violet. Fair enough. I like it. Well, um, if you guys would like to like us, we would like you a lot. Um, please like us on Facebook at Queer All Year. Or you can join our Facebook group for a little more discussion. It's called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. And uh, you can check us out on Twitter or Instagram as Queer All Year Pod to get bonus episodes, ringtones, bloopers, videos, and more. You can become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash queer all year. Indeed. Yeah. Um, and I guess I... Uh, I guess I want to plug, so Facebook won't let you create recurring events if you're an individual account, so through the page I have created a recurring, um, Scrubs rewatch, um, because, uh, there's a podcast out called Fake Doctors Real Friends, which is JD and Turk rewatching all the Scrubs episodes and then talking about them, and, like, they just had the creator on, they have, like, guest stars i love it so much i've cried at least twice every single episode uh and they're hoping the fans watch the episodes beforehand with them because that's what they're doing so we have a watch party that is technically unassociated with the group uh it was the only way i could make a recurring event so i'm saying it is group related because of um how jd and turk's relationship is completely heterosexual but they're unafraid to be openly extremely affectionate you know and i feel like that that really advanced just like male relationships in general they have fans call in and um ask questions and one of them said that like the relationship between jd and turk uh made him realize it was okay for him to be affectionate with his male friends uh donald Faison, who played turk said the same thing um, and, you know, um, JD, uh, Zach Braff was like, I've just always been a hugger. Everyone thinks I'm gay, but I'm just like, I just love everybody, you know? So I'm saying it's related to that because it gets rid of, it, it, it challenges toxic masculinity and like, um, roles of, you know, that's so gay. It's like, it's, well, no, like you can just be like, you know, you can be guy love between two guys. God, that song's going to be stuck in my head now. Uh, So, yeah, there's that. I just figured I'd talk about that. And uh, you should talk about us, if you could. That would be really awesome. Tell tell people about us. Recommend us, because that's how people like us, find us. Uh, If you could give us a five-star review wherever, we would love that, too. Uh, just be, you know, to show people that we're awesome. And then you can go up to like your mom or something and be like, Hey, look, I gave this thing a five star review. So you should do it too. Go listen to them because we want to reach everybody. 
because uh, the unicorn tells me to. Sometimes the unicorn's in my head. Do hmm. you want to hear what the uni- Well, let's see. The unicorn today has to say the exact same thing the unicorn had to say yesterday because it is the Sabbath and the unicorn rests on the Sabbath. Oh, yeah. But in case we've forgotten, the unicorn tells us to know your worth today on this the day of our Lord, the dude, and the unicorn, and the flying spaghetti monster, and the Christian God, and Buddha, and go hang out. Everybody just go chill. Have a good Sunday. Have a safe Sunday. Don't get afraid by all the COVID articles that I keep getting breaking news reports about. You are all I believe this safe. is releasing on Monday. No, it's the 26th. 26th is a Sunday. Nope. That's oh, what my wait. Ca- the unicorn. The oh, you're right. Never mind. I a... just uh, ruined your whole little thing there. Never mind. What? No, you're all good. <laughs> I'm just telling you, the unicorn is all knowing and it knows that today is, the, is a Sunday. And it also knows what you people are doing. It knows whether you're social distancing and it knows whether you're taking care of yourselves. So don't let the unicorn down. Social distance, take care of yourselves, Zoom with people you love. Although I did just read an article about how like Zoom is like sapping people of their like emotional energy. And I find it so weird. Like people who are like in person, they don't, they're not like introverts who get like their energy sucked out of them. But Zoom is somehow causing that. Anyway, so if that, if Zoom doesn't do that to you, then do it. If Zoom does, uh, go for a walk or something and know that we love you and that you can talk to us. You can talk to us in your brain. You can yell at your phone um, at us like I do with other podcasts. Um, but just know that wherever you are is exactly where the universe wants you to be. <laughs> <laughs>